Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the destructive nature of unforgiveness and what happens when you let forgiveness into your heart. I want you to think about this quote from Mary J. Blige. It says, when you hold on to anger and unforgiveness, you can't move forward. Hmm. It's like one or the other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about that in today's show. For those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, welcome. Tony and I are so happy to have you as part of the One Family and we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for, for you to hear from someone just like you. That's right. Someone whose marriage has, has been through the storms and, and is seeing transformation. And this week's hug is sponsored by Songfinch. And you can check them out at songfinch.com. And guys, I got to tell you, this product is so amazing. It actually made me cry. Mm -hmm. It made me cry. Like Songfinch is a personalized gifting platform that brings your stories, your feelings, and your memories to life through one-of-a-kind songs made from scratch. Yeah, and the reason it made Elisa cry is because I went and I got a Song Finch song made especially for Elisa. So hold on because you're gonna hear it towards the end of the show, so you're gonna hear a bit of it. But you get to go through the process mm -hmm. and you get to say why you're doing this and who's it for and you get to answer all these questions so it's a real personalized story and so when it came and i had it and it's really cool because they actually send a card with the actual url for the song i gave it to elisa i had it up on her on my computer and i just walked away and i let her listen to it and what's so amazing is that you know you get to pick your desired genre you get to pick you know your vocalist gender you know do you want a man or a woman singing your song what's the mood and then these professional songwriters they they make the songs from scratch and deliver it to you within seven days mm -hmm. which personally i'm like i couldn't do anything this amazing in seven days which just blew my mind but their songwriting community has over 250 professional musicians and they're growing every week and like Tony said, your song is going to live on on a personal URL called your story homepage where, and here's the thing that mattered to me is I wanted to be able to see the lyrics, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because I like, I can hear the words in a song, but when I see them and get to hear it all at the same time, like no joke, I came out of Tony's office and like tears streaming down my face. And it's amazing. You know, as we were preparing for Valentine's day, this is a one of a kind it's a one-of-a-kind gift. It really is. I mean, where are you going to go to have a personalized song made for your spouse? Unless you're a musician. Right. We know we know a number of you are, so you've probably already you know done something like this. But for those of us who are not, go to songfinch.com. Absolutely. And here's the thing. They're offering the one family $20 off when you enter promo code OEM20 at checkout. So go to songfinch.com, enter OEM20 at checkout and get this special deal and do it before Valentine's Day. Make this Valentine's Day 
extra super special. Yeah. So this week's hug comes from a Facebook message that we received. And this wife starts by saying, there's been a lot going on in my marriage, Mm. loss of trust and no respect for one another. I listen to podcasts all the time and God led me to one extraordinary marriage. At first, I would roll my eyes every time I listened to an episode (laughs) because I didn't have a desire to have sex with my husband, but I continued to listen. The more I listened, the more forgiveness came into my heart and the more courage I had to communicate with my husband. I was able to initiate conversation and ask my husband to pray with me before and after every discussion. And I saw God work a miracle in our relationship. Amen. I was afraid to talk to my husband about my dissatisfaction in the bedroom. It took me a couple of weeks listening to one extraordinary marriage to gain the confidence and the courage to bring it up. Mm. The night we talked about it, we had sex for the first time in 10 months. Mm. And I enjoyed it because I was able to communicate my likes and dislikes. The intimacy games Tony and Lisa suggested was just what we needed to improve our intimacy. This podcast saved my marriage and I am forever grateful. Thank you, Tony and Elisa, for dedicating your time to help marriages. Mm. I appreciate it. I couldn't be happier to see the hope and mm. progress in the right direction. Yeah. Wow. Tears. I mean, gosh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for trusting us with uh, your life and your marriage is what I would say to each and every one of you who come and listen to the show each and every week and do what we, what we share. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it is hard to listen. It, it is easy to to roll your eyes and hear Elisa and I and and maybe others in the one family talk about their their hugs, their their wins, and yet when you stick in it and you go through what needs to be happening in your own marriage, things get taken away, things get broken off that need to be broken off, and sometimes it's tough to be in that spot, and yet it's amazing what can happen in your life. And we're going to be talking about a big one today when it comes to unforgiveness and what you need to do. And there are a lot of things that, that happen in a marriage. I mean, you know, this, this writer mentions loss of trust, Mm -hmm. right? We know about the hurtful words and the inappropriate actions and addiction and pornography and infidelity and, and financial mistakes. And, and in all honesty, I could go on and on about all of the ways that couples hurt one another or offend one another. Right. Before we even go forward, I, I mean, let's just mention a couple of hours, I sure. think, just to help people understand and those in the one family understand where some, um, where we had unforgiveness in our own marriage. Well, and Tony came into our marriage with a pornography addiction, right? And that, that went until, what, eight years in? Mm-hmm. Roughly eight years in. Um, so there was a lot of pain around that. Um, I did financial stupidity, like I'm just going to call it stupid. Um, numer- I've done it numerous times yeah. throughout our marriage. And there was one <laughs> recorded within the show, <laughs> the you know archives of the show. It was a January where I had to come to Tony as we're preparing our budget and be like, yeah, so we're about uh, roughly $800 short. And, and, and had to own that because at that point in time, Tony was the sole provider. We don't, we're shortly into starting one mm-hmm. and it wasn't really making any money yet. So it was like, uh, yeah, I don't know where this money's going to come from. Yeah. And that was during the recession. So on top of everything, you know, compounding it. Uh, I, and I would say for myself, hurt for war- words, mm. you know, Lisa brings that up and in tone, uh, breaking down the, re- the respect unforgiveness on my part for words that were spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, even after Elisa would say, I'm sorry for that. Um, there, there are definitely times 
where you know you just hold on to things mm-hmm. the rejection in mm-hmm. the bedroom the rejection and and in and her just sort of you know eh, it's okay it's no big deal but for me to hold on to that 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 unforgiveness like i wouldn't mm-hmm. forgive her for those times when she would do that even even after we did our sex challenges, you know, early on, even after we started the intimacy lifestyle, still holding on to some of those, those times when I just w- didn't want to forgive her for them. Mm-hmm. So truly being able to forgive her and not think about it anymore is a whole nother level. Well, sure. Because when, when unforgiveness is part of your marriage, I, you, you can actually say the words, I forgive you. You can say, I mean, I, I, we've been married 21 years. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times that we've said those words, but not actually forgiven the other person. And here's how you know that that hasn't that forgiveness hasn't actually happened in your marriage, because you can say I forgive you, and then the next time you get irritated, frustrated, offended, you start saying things like, "Well, I can't believe you hurt me like that all those years ago. I can't believe what you did, or what were you thinking when you did that." Like, let me just be real clear. Both husbands and wives say this to one another. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm the one sharing it right now doesn't mean that I haven't been on the receiving end of any of those phrases because of the unforgiveness. And, and, you know, in all honesty, we live in a world that fosters a spirit of unforgiveness. Our world, like the culture that we live in tells us, don't let them forget what they've done to you. Don't let them off the hook for that. They have to pay for what they did, right? That's, that's what the message that we receive all the time. And, and these attitudes of bitterness and resentment are choking the life out of our marriages. I see it week in and week out as I'm on video conference coaching calls. I, I can see literally the life being sucked out of marriages because this spirit of unforgiveness is so strong and has such a stronghold. And it, it's, it's crippling. Yeah. And this isn't just in your marriage. Unforgiveness towards a parent, towards a friend, towards a coworker, towards your kids, mm. whoever it may be, that unforgiveness, you may think it doesn't have an impact on your life and in your marriage in that relationship. And yet it does. Mm-hmm. It does. And so maybe you're like, hey, Tony and Lisa, we're, we're good. Like I have no, I mean, I've forgiven my wife for everything and I've forgotten about it and it's good. And yet you have a parent over here mm-hmm. that maybe when you were younger did some things, didn't do some things. Maybe you got a, a, a boss who you don't know, don't even no longer even work for who may have lied, cheated and stolen from you. And yet you're holding unforgiveness on them mm-hmm. and it's seeping into your marriage. So this isn't just what we're sharing here. It's vital to your marriage for sure. And yet make sure you begin to look around at all those relationships because just like you, I've had those situations and even in the, just the past year I've had to deal with mm-hmm. this. And, and what Tony brings up is a really good point because unforgiveness, you start to see it when you keep having the same conversations over and over again, whether it's a situation between you and your spouse, or you're having the same conversations about those people outside your marriage that have hurt you, right? You know, you keep griping about them, right? Pure sign of unforgiveness 
and bitterness is when you're having the same conversations over and over again. And, and as we bring this, you know, as we're talking about marriages, I mean, we all started marriage with the best of intentions. You know, we weren't going to hurt one another. We weren't going to make mistakes and, and we weren't going to do anything stupid. Like, you know, you don't think of all the stupid things that you're going to do on this at the same moment that you're saying I do to this person. You just don't. You see rainbows and unicorns and, and how amazing this is going to be. And, and then, then we start doing stuff that doesn't build our marriages. Right. And, and you know, we, we give lip service to the words, I'm sorry, but you know, and, and when we offer forgiveness, but we do so without really addressing the pain. And, and I just want to go back what Elisa just said. We say, I'm sorry, without truly changing our actions. Mm-hmm. We hope and we pray and we plead with the, I'm sorry. And yet, tomorrow we go back doing the same dang thing. So are you going to continue saying, I'm sorry, going through a cycle that just takes you around and around again? Or are you really going to take up and change? Mm-hmm. Like, are you truly going to say, what can I do so that my sorry means it? So my spouse, when I say, I'm sorry, trusts it and believes it. Because that's a, th- those are huge things that you guys got to consider and think about. For me, within my pornography addiction, when I was viewing it and I really didn't care if I was hurting Elisa, and yet I would say, honey, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it again. It was lip service Mm -hmm. to just placate her and just get her off my back. It wasn't until God touched me and said, it's done, that I could truly come to her and say, I'm sorry, honey. It is never going to happen again. Those are different places. Those are different Tonys that we're saying that. And truly standing by it mm-hmm. is a whole nother thing. So sometimes I think we, we we use that word, I'm sorry, so quick and so fast just because we want our spouse to be quiet. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to bother us anymore. We don't want them to, hey, well, why did you say, I- I'm sorry, honey. Leave me alone now is basically what we're saying. Is that truly the marriage you want to live? Well, and that's where the struggle with forgiveness comes in. True. Because, you know, when we're dealing with this place of, is that, is that an authentic, I'm sorry? Or in all honesty, some of you are struggling with forgiveness because you don't want to let your spouse off the hook, right? You, you want to keep them in this place of punishment because you were hurt so much and you're hurt. This unforgiveness, you guys may have a, you know, some combination of, you know, a volcano, in terms of your personality where, where when you hurt, you just explode and you know, the lava, your anger just literally flows all over everything. And some of you are an iceberg. And, and when I say iceberg, I mean, you're like frosty cold on the outside and there's a whole lot of danger going on underneath and, and there's all different kinds of combinations, right? But the, the situation is, is that, you know, when you're in this place, you, you start doing this dance of stuffing your feelings. Like I'm hurt by you. And so I'm going to tell you, I forgive you, but not really because the next time you hurt me, I'm going to bring it up again. And just as a side note, you know, as we're dealing with some of these really big issues, let me tell you something, your spouse nine times out of 10 is already beating themselves up more for what they've done and the shame and the guilt that they feel. And then when you don't actually forgive them, it just gets heaped on every time you bring it up. Every time they think they're making progress and you bring up something from the past, you know, and we're living in this place of unforgiveness, it is, it's exhausting to your marriage. And, you know, I I just want to give us 
a definition of forgiveness as we're in this show, right? Because I think it's important that we all operate on the same, uh, same uh, playing field. So MiriamWebster.com defines forgiveness as ceasing to feel resentment against. Hello. Ceasing and resentment all in the same sentence. Against whoever hurt you. Now, uh, you know, forgiveness, the act of forgiving, if you noticed with that definition, it didn't say anything about what the other person had to do, the person that offended you. Doesn't say anything about it. What can I do? It comes back to what can I do? And we're we're definitely gonna be talking about, but I want to share just some statistics here. Uh, You know, as I was trying to like, just kind of wrap my head around, like, how does forgiveness, like where, what are the numbers wrapped around forgiveness? And there was this Fetzer Institute. uh, They did the survey of love and forgiveness in American society. And it's a little bit old. It's 2010, but it was the most recent one that I could find said, you know, that 62% of Americans agree either strongly or somewhat that they need more forgiveness in their personal lives. So two thirds of you are saying I need more forgiveness. But meaning I need to forgive others mm-hmm. more. Okay. Now, of you know, of those numbers, sixty percent said that forgiveness should depend on the other person, the offender, first apologizing and making changes. Let me tell you something. But then we go back to the MiriamWebster.com definition, and it's saying true forgiveness is defined as ceasing to feel resentment against someone. The offender. Right. Right. Um, those two things have a hard time coexisting. <laughs> Let me just be really clear because, and this is, this is where the problem lies for most couples is that we want to, we want and recognize the need for forgiveness in our lives, but we want the other person to, to, you know, start making the changes and we want them to apologize first. And then the truth is, is that forgiveness doesn't work that way. It doesn't like I, there are so many people that I, over the years that I have felt have offended me, hurt me, you know, wounded me, whatever. And and to be quite honest, I've allowed them to have a lot of power in my life because I've said, well, when they apologize, when they start to show me that they're going to do something different and I have carried a lot of bitterness. It's interesting that we're doing this show because I actually just got asked to speak, um, on, you know, at the end of January here in San Diego on this very topic because I've been spending so I'm like, okay, God, you've got this, you know, very funny sense of humor that I'm working on this. And this is what you've called me to speak on. And, and, you know, what we have to do is we have to change our perception of when forgiveness gets given and, and how that process works in order for our marriages to not just stay in one place, but to actually move forward. Right. And one way to start bringing more of this into your marriage might just be to do what Tony did and have a love song written. And I, we want to just play you a little snippet from our song that he had written uh, by Songfinch. So I just want to remind you that Songfinch is offering the one family $20 off when you enter promo code OEM20 at checkout. You can go to songfinch.com and enter that promo code OEM20 and you're going to get that special deal. And for those of you that want to hear Tony's full song to me, make sure to come to the show notes for episode 411 and we'll have the whole song uh, linked in there. It's, It's pretty special. It's pretty special. It is. You'll see it. It's called Stand Right By You. So... As we're talking about what comes next, right? Because I just don't want to, we don't want to leave you in this place where, okay, you're thinking of all the things that your spouse has done to you and now you're just irritated, right? You're listening to the show and you're like, you know, Tony and Lisa, what have you done to me today? You know, it's Tuesday morning and I'm listening to the show when it first releases. And, and, you know, it really comes as no surprise 
that forgiveness in your marriage starts with this year's hashtag. And Tony said it earlier. The one family hashtag for 2018 is what can I do? And it's also true, as we read all those statistics, that most of us are waiting for the other person to own up to their choices and start doing things differently. I've waited for Tony. Same. I've waited for Elisa and I've waited for others. And the truth is, uh, you can be waiting a long time, a long time. And in that, you're watching your marriage disintegrate, right? I've had couples that I've coached with and no joke, true story. So a lot of bitterness, a lot of unforgiveness and resentment. And, you know, I have a conversation with the wife and she's just, she's just, you know, angry. And I have a conversation with the husband and he's like telling me all of these amazing things that he's doing. And I'm like, where's the disconnect? Right. And it wasn't until I had talked to him that I was like, oh my gosh, she has this jar of unforgiveness sitting inside her heart that if she doesn't get rid of it. And, and, and I want to take you real quick to a chapter in um, the devotional that I wrote last year. It's entitled Call to Love and it's day 21 for all of you that have the book. This would be a good time to, um, to pull it out. Yeah, and if you if you don't have it, it's it's called the love. And again, I'll have a sh- uh, link in the show notes. So the verse that was the verse for that day was Luke twenty three thirty two to thirty four, and it says two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They do not see." Here's the thing: a lot of times in marriage. The problem is, is that we, we hurt one another without knowing fully the cost. And that's where, you know, Jesus was able to, in that, in that time and period of his life to say, you know what, they have no idea. And and he was speaking to all of us and about our sin. They have no idea what they're doing, but I'm still going to ask for their forgiveness. I'm still going to say, you know what, I forgive you. And, And that's really the model that we need to go after. That's the model that we need to follow because offering forgiveness, like I said a few minutes ago, doesn't actually involve the person who has offended you. It's a choice that you and I have to make literally on a daily basis. And some of us during certain seasons, it's kind of a minute by minute thing where we have to keep going back to this place, honestly saying, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. Because that, that harboring of resentment and unforgiveness, it comes at a really high price. Just as the person that offended you, whether it's your spouse, a family member, a friend, didn't really count the cost in making the decision that they made, you probably haven't taken the time to count the cost on what staying in this place of bitterness and unforgiveness is costing you. Well, I'm going to share what it can cost you. It can cost you your health. It can cost you your peace of mind. It can cost you sleep because you have sleepless nights. It can cost you worry and anxiety. It could cost you a loss of a job. It could cost you your kids. It could cost you your family. It could cost you... Go on and on, man. Mm-hmm. It could it could cost you to, to taking you down a road that you never thought you'd be down. And then one day you wake, wake up and you're just like, how did I get here? Absolutely. And, and I've seen it happen. We've lived it in our own marriage. And, and, you know, what I'm about to suggest, some of you are going to blow me off. And I know you're going to blow me off because I had coaching, I've had coaching clients blow me off. But I'm telling you, this is where you start. You actually need to, you need to pray for the ability to forgive. 
Not a single one of us is able to extend forgiveness in our own strength. Here's why. It goes back to that, that verse that I read, Father, forgive them. Because our human nature, our human nature says, I'll forgive you as long as you don't hurt me again. Mm-hmm. And the minute you hurt me again, guess what? Forgiveness flies out the window. We're like, and, and all of those statements again, that's where the cycle keeps repeating itself. And many of you listening know what cycle I'm talking about. It's a cycle of you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you again. And so you have, you have to actually focus your energies instead of the, those sleepless nights and things like that. You have to pray for the ability to forgive. And, and I'm going to take this one step further into, at least I can't believe you just said that. You actually have to pray blessings over the person that has offended you. And for me, when I've been down this road or, or I, I'm dealing with unforgiveness personally, it, it's almost like there's a weight on my body. I, I feel heavy. I feel that, you know, even trying to get out of bed in the morning is difficult. I, I feel like there's just a heaviness upon me. And when I am praying and asking, you know, forgiveness, I, I'm looking like I'm going to forgive this person or I'm going to forgive Elisa for what has happened. For me personally, it's as if the weights have been taken off. That's when I know that I have truly in my heart have forgiven her, Elisa, or somebody else. And for you, it may be similar. For for you, it may be something different. Um, but I have found in my own life that that's just sort of an indication. And if I get into a place where I am feeling heavy and weighed down again, it, it may have crept back in. Mm-hmm. My thoughts have, may have gone to that person or to something that Elisa did long ago that I, I'm beginning to hold on to again. And, I, and I'm again lording that, mm-hmm. that unforgiveness over her. And I need to go back to... I forgive you. You know, I don't go to her and say, you need to forgive me because it's not about her. It's about me. And it's like I said, it's not something that happens once, right? You don't just say, I forgive you. And then it's done because we have a tendency as human beings, imperfect human beings to hurt each other over and over again. Right. So it's, it's not a one-time thing. And it, and it is something that you do that you choose to do. Can I be real clear here? You know, forgiveness is not a reactionary activity. It's a proactive action. It's a choice. It's a choice. And it's a choice that you are going to make repeatedly. It's not a choice to say, you know what? I'm completely forgetting what this person has done. I, I, I give it permission that they did it to me. No, it's just saying this is not, I'm not going to carry the resentment anymore for this activity, right? Ceasing to have, ceasing resentment from another person or towards another person, right? That's what we're going for. So folks, this week, this week, start praying about it because you've been forgiven all of the mistakes that you've made. It's probably about time that you start extending that same forgiveness to your spouse, right? That time that you say, you know what? Hold on a second. I've made mistakes too. And, and let's not get in the scale of, well, my mistake is not as big as your mistake. They're all mistakes. They're all poor choices. So if you want to see your marriage move forward, you need to release that unforgiveness and that resentment. And it starts today. It starts when you listen to this show. Mm-hmm. And then it you watch it day by day grow into something bigger. Absolutely. Now, a little bit as we're wrapping up this show, I just want to let you all know about an opportunity for the month of February 2018. We, we believe that Valentine's Day is not just one day. 
we believe that you express your love all the time. And so we're doing something very special for the month of February. We're going to be sharing your love stories and reading them live daily on our Facebook page. I'm going to be going on Facebook Live every day, sharing love stories. And so if you want to submit your story, just send an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Just put in the subject line, our love story. And I will, as those start to come in, make sure that you follow One Extraordinary Marriage on Facebook and you'll start to see those stories um, pop up because we want to share who you are with the one family. And with these stories, just like we do here on the show, they're anonymous. We're not going to say your names. If you put in, you know, I'm from, we're from Chicago, then we'll put it, we'll say you're from Chicago, but we're not going to use your names um, or ages or anything of that nature. So it is anonymous. The thing is too, these are your transformations. Mm -hmm. So if, if you've dealt with unforgiveness Mm -hmm. in your own marriage, that's your, you know, a love story doesn't have to be just when you first met and into where you are today. We want to see those as well. And yet the stories of unforgiveness, you know, where you held it so close to you, so close to you and, and you kept your spouse at arm's length away. And yet through listening to the show, through going out there and saying, what can I do? You've been able to release your spouse. And in that you guys have been able to have and enjoy the extraordinary marriage you desire. So go out this week, really think about it. Think about the unforgiveness you may be holding on your spouse right now. That is, that is just putting a wedge between you two. It no longer needs to be there. And by the way, sometimes writing it out Mm. can be one of the best ways to break things off of you and give you clarity to understand and be able to go right here, right now. I draw that line in the sand and I'm forgiving my spouse for this. You fill in that blank. We love you guys. We're declaring just a breakthrough in you guys, in your marriages this week. We're believing it that 2018 is going to be your year where you can stand up and you can say, I, what can I do? And each of you saying that to become together as one. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.